Western United, they'll be known as, and they'll play in green and black. Towards the far post, Riston, Anderton! Barisha, Diamanzi! And the honour of Western United's first A-League goal goes to a familiar face, Bessart Barisha. Durante with a free hit! Alessandro Diamante, the ball on a string and... Oh, Diamante! And the Western service crew are celebrating. Call them, they scored in the A-League. Welcome back to a fully isolated episode of All Out West. This week, the team are joined by the team of Kelsey Scott and I, joined by photographer extraordinaire and tipping competition number one contender, Garzi. How you going, buddy? Going good, mate. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. Kelsey Scott, how's your week going? Yeah, not bad at all. Just working, which is odd for a government employee, but I'm working this week. Yeah, I'm in isolation, so I'm not allowed to leave the house for who knows how long. We haven't got COVID, just... um. We got the test done, told to stay home for a while. That's a bit fun. Kelsey, you've muted yourself. I keep doing it so I don't speak. Just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. Um, so this has been a big week for everybody in Australian football. The border crisis. How do you think the team's going to cope with everything happening? Do you think this is going to affect our pre-se- like the pre- pre-resume season? What do you guys think? It's a war of attrition now. To be whichever team can cope with it the best. Yeah, a number of teams have had losses. Do you, do you think that's going to be more substantial in any cases, guys? Or It's going to well, be a good one. Yeah, it's going to be real I different. Think, I reckon some teams are going to struggle a bit. I think the team with the best hotel will win <laughs> most games. With a bit of a, a good turndown service is what you're saying. Best well, room service. Mate, stress-free, no wife, we- no kids. They'll be yeah. relaxed. And the best female security guards employed from Victoria? (laughs) (laughs) The old old happy endings. Uh, (laughs) Now, Garzi, in your work as a photographer, you've been to a training sessions and stuff like that. Have you got any bit of feedback, anything you've seen? Yeah, I actually went to the first training session back, um, take some photos. Team looked really sharp, actually, and everyone looked really, really happy. So first time to be back, first time they saw each other. A lot of the players looked really fit. I know... You can see from their social media, a lot of them were training hard, uh, even though you know the club wasn't training together. They kept training really hard. Steven uh, Lustica looks super fit, really, yeah. really fit actually. Yeah, he's um, I think he started his own training academy or anything as well, like um, a performance center. I saw on um, Instagram, Durante and Diamante were kicking around together on the beach and just training together to keep each other enthused. Um, yeah, any, anything else around that neck of the woods when you were there? Um, yeah, strict isolation. Had to stay behind the fence and um, not get in anyone's path or anything, which is fine. <laughs> but yeah, everyone, everyone was really happy, looked really good. Um, team manager, I think his team manager, they call him Phil, had his work cut out, signing everyone in and out and <laughs> um, you know, doing the temperature tests and everything. He was busy. No way. But that- yeah, I mean... They left not long after that. Like, what has it been now? Um, it's all the trainings, obviously, in the state now. Yeah. Yeah. They, they tried to leave anyway. <laughs> yeah. We might shoot through beer of the week just to make it a quick one. Garzi, uh, what are you enjoying today, sir? Carlton Ooh. Zero. Or do you give it out a, give it out a five? Uh, I'll give it a five. <laughs> Perfect. This week, me and the boys are trying out Cavalier Brewing from Derriment. We The other week when we referenced them, we said... Uh, 
Laverton. It's actually Derrimut. It's even closer. Actually not that far away from West United headquarters, if anyone from the club's listening and wants a bevy and is in state. They're Phaser, Phaser Hazer Mandarin Sour IPA. It's a New England IPA. It's a freaking delicious beer. I've had it once before when I was there. And the, this is the description. It's a mandarin hazy IPA featuring a bucket load of Queensland mandarins, double dry hops, and a malt bill that's out of this world. What do you guys think? Definitely got the sourness to it. You can taste it big time. I love mandarins and I love sour, so it's right up my alley. <laughs> it's definitely in that New England IPA family. Very hazy. Heaps of hop characteristics, but palatable, which is really good for me. I'm going to give it a 4.75 out of 5. This is one of my favorite beers. Really? Yeah, I love this beer. Yeah, it's right up there for me too. I was going to say 4.6. I'm probably going to go with a 4.4. I'm not a sour fan, so isn't quite my cup of tea. That just brought it. It's a collective score of 4.58. Thank you, Nick, for the fourth position on our tally. Yeah, check out Cavalier Brewing. It's delicious. Uh, I believe they got a... Delivery and an online store going now. So check out Cavalier Brewing. We'll have a link in the episode description. Um, Now for a bit of a club update. The three Victorian teams flew into New South Wales over the weekend into a 14-day isolation period. The teams are able to train. What are your thoughts on this fiasco? And how do you think this is going to affect our fitness? Because it's going to be very difficult. It's like I said, I think it's just a simple war of attrition. They've just got to adapt and uh, be prepared or else fall away. Yeah, I think as Garthy was saying before, they're looking very fit, so I don't think that's going to be much of an issue. Yeah, it just depends. If they come out like they did at the start of the year, they're going to be on fire, which is what I'm hoping. I think mentality's got a lot for our team. I mean, having everyone knowing now that we've got Diamante for another two years, I think is really going to lift the team, especially the young boys. Yeah. Well, the other thing that helps us too is we haven't had a home base all year anyway. Well, it's a different home base now anyway. Exactly. Yeah, that's very true. We are nomadic. Yeah. We should really be called the Wanderers in reality. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so with the whole exodus of it, like staff, players and whatnot from the clubs going to Victoria, there has been one potential scare coming out of it with a play from one of the teams. I won't say which one it is because whatever. I think this the rest of this season is going to be a big wild card. I, I wouldn't say Sydney are going to win it. I think from here, anyone that's within the top six can take the title home. It's going to be a hell of a different season. Yeah. It's going to make it Especially with, you know, It's going to come down to who's got the better list and who's... Because they're all going to be playing within what, a couple of months. Who can two adapt? Months. Yeah. Squad depth yeah, is key. And I think we've got the young, a fairly young list ready to rumble. So I reckon we're a fair, fair chance. Yeah. I think between us, Sydney and City, we probably have the least amount of player exodus, ones that will have the largest effect on the squad. So I think that puts us in a good position with Adelaide, Brisbane, Perth, also having a, a number of issues. Injuries coming back as yeah. well. Uh, how- back. First game is on Saturday, the 25th of July, Bankwest Stadium with an asterisk in front of it, meaning it could change. No, it's a doubleheader, my apologies, um, against Melbourne Victory with Wellington Phoenix and Adelaide United playing in the 5pm slot. We have the 7.35 slot, which I think is a pretty good 
time slot to be back in, back in action. Um, Bankwest is a good, good football stadium, so we're quite good. And I think we'll come off well. What do you guys think about this first round? To dip our toe We've got in. a nice warm-up game. Exactly. Play the under-10s. So, uh, actually, the game is really against Newcastle because I don't see anything before that. <laughs> exactly. Anything important. It's like a bye week. <laughs> um, then we have a few days off till the 2nd of August, which is a Sunday. We have at McDonald Jones Stadium, which is the Newcastle Stadium, against them, which should be another good, uh, like, build up into us performing tighter as a group, coming back into it. Then five days later at Jubilee Stadium, we take on West Sydney Wanderers, which again, with all the the happenings there, I think we should be able to come off pretty well there. Then five days later, we play Perth Glory at Bankwest Stadium, which on a Wednesday night, get to watch a game at 5.35. Not a bad problem to have, to be honest. I think watching... The A-League, at least every single day, is going to be very good and something different. Oh, definitely. It's we will... Not, not, not hating on this. I don't, wouldn't mind it. I think we're watching have... this, by the way. Yeah, that's what I'm, my next thing. I don't have Foxdale, so... <laughs> well, it says it here. If you look on the um, fixture, it tells you which ones are on ABC. There's not many. Maybe every well, third or fourth game. The last one's on the 19th. That's technically when restrictions end. So in theory, you can watch that one somewhere else, but the other ones, oh, you have to steal someone's KO account. Yeah, they might extend it. So, I they think might, if, and it's that's just the can... only one you will stay if locked if everything goes to plan. Yeah, I think if you if you don't have KO or Fox, so if you go through, I could be wrong here, but like the A League app, uh, my football it, app. Is it is that about seven dollars a month or it's, it's like relative. it's it's like twenty bucks a year or something ridiculous. You can't watch it on TV though unless you really like jerry rig it. There's, there's special ways you can watch it. Of course, <laughs> streamy buddies. Uh, send me a look. Nah, um, yeah, so I, I I think it's gonna be really interesting to see what kind of viewership this gets because this is a really packed fixture. Like we're gonna have to do like. Mi- twice a week pods for some of these games just to keep up to date, and, I reckon. And that, I reckon, will come down to the fittest, yeah. who's got the, the most and fittest team. Having that squad depth, which I think we do, us, Sydney definitely do, City are pretty good. Wellington. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, I forgot about Wellington. Wellington, are like, I could easily see them and say Sydney or Perth in the grand final. Perth, I can see have questions on. Castro yeah, out is huge. Massive yeah. Massive um, just a side note, going back to that Wednesday game against Perth, we'll literally be coming into the pod straight after it. Yeah, we can... And in can... fact, the Western United-Melbourne City last one, it'll be right during the pod. Three days later, we have Sydney FC at Bankwest, which will be probably one of the harder games for us leading out. And then our last game, four days later, again on a Wednesday night, Melbourne City at Jubilee Stadium. Some of the top teams in the competition. The only one we don't have to face is Wellington in this first. Um, we've got a nice build into them, though. Yeah, that's what I like. I think that we've got to build up. We all get tight. Provided we can win those first three games, we should be able to have a solid performance coming out. The The crazy thing is the turnaround time into the final. Say if we finish fourth or fifth, like 
so team four versus team five or team three versus team six across the whatever United get would be pushed to the Sunday. Yeah, or unless they City are. finish higher because then City would get the rights to the Sunday instead. The semi-finals again, three freaking three days later, and then the grand final four days later. So this is going to be a really tight deadline, and provided there isn't a breakout in New South Wales and everyone moving to Queensland for the competition, this is this is a freaking intense. Yeah, and I don't think they can go to Queensland. Where are they going to use the stadiums? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't have an answer for I, you that that's been I'd reported. Because with the NRL and the AFL there, there's not going to be a lot of stadiums left in Queensland to use. Mm. Local pitch. Where Could be interesting. I... Could get a triple header, get an A-League, an NRL and an AFL game all in the one day at the same stadium. AFL wouldn't allow it. In a day of mixed emotions, on the 13th of the 7th, Panagiotis Kone announced he was leaving Western United. Western United CEO had this to say. The club thanks Panagiotis for his contributions on and off the pitch in our inaugural season. We wish him all the best in future, whether that be in football or other endeavours. He will forever be a part of the club's history as the first ever signing. He made 15 appearances for us um, in the first season, scoring two goals, including the one, our first home goal against Perth Glory, which was freaking mint. Kone said this, I want to thank... Western United for giving me the opportunity to be a part of this club. I wish the best of luck to all the players, staff and members. Stay safe. What are you guys' thoughts on him leaving? It's a, it's a big shame that he left. He was what, our first actually announced player. He was starting to find some real good form towards the end of the season. So, so it is a bit of a shame. But, um, yeah, he was a bit of a slower player that did hold us up a bit as well. So Yeah. He worked well um, with Diamante. It allows us to just... Keep pushing with the youth anyway. As Scott said, it we're a bit slow in midfield. This might allow us to be a bit more speedy and a bit more dynamic, hopefully. Like, his experience is a bit of a loss. But I think he's had to do what's best for him and his family, and I think it will be one of those mutually beneficial things. I hope he's on to greener and better pastures, provided that's not victory. Um, although, he will be missed. He was a great personality. He was in so many good promotional photos. Gaza, you probably took some of those photos. Yeah, he's actually... A big loss for marketing, I think, being the first player. Um, he was in a lot of our marketing. Uh, you know, good-looking guy, really well-spoken, multiple language. But I think he also missed home. It's another part of it with all the, everything that's going on here. Probably just wanted to go home to his family and his wife's family. I did hear he went back to Greece. So that, that's sort of a good thing that he's not leaving us to go to another club. So in, Victoria, uh, in Australia, sorry. That's what I mean, like mutually beneficial. Like he'll get to be with his family in his home and everything and we can hopefully put in some youth and, you know, they've all benefited from his experience from having been here. There's been a few players that around the A-League that have um, packed up during the COVID times and, and have gone home. So he's not the only one. In that situation, I probably would do the same, to be honest. Like, wouldn't you want to be with your family? No, and. <laughs> <laughs> well, not that close to your family, I get you But yeah, it's, it's a pretty, pretty crazy time, wish him best On the upswing, on the same day, Ante, I'm going to butcher this um, Kovacevic was announced as the general manager of Kovacic. Kovacic? Kovacic? We'll take Kovacic um, Kovacic Kovacic Sorry guys, could you say that again? Kovacic 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 
Hey, Les Murray, mate. Don't forget, <laughs> pronunciation, very important. Was announced as the general manager of football, further increasing the pedigree of our football department. Now, Kelsey, I understand you've done a bit of a background for Ante? Not a whole lot. I've done a little bit. So he's obviously he's Australian. He was born in Melbourne. Uh, he played for a lot of NPL and like clubs within Australia. So he played for St. Albans, Melbourne Knights, Green Gully, Adelaide City. He was on loan to Adelaide Raiders, South Melbourne. He then went to Selangor in Malaysia for two seasons. But I think he only lasted the one season there before signing with Perth. He then uh, has moved into... So he was the director of football at Adelaide and obviously now he's with us. Yeah. So his knowledge of at least football within Australia is pretty sound. Yeah, um, he's got a pretty solid foundation in the actual western suburbs of Melbourne. So I think he's a great acquisition. It could also help with relationships with building feeder clubs as well for understanding you like younger talent. Exactly. Yeah, he was actually a gun for Melbourne Knights. I remember back in the day, I'm pretty sure he won the title with them. Oh, really? Or twice in the Baduka days. No way. Same team. Yeah. That's awesome. So he- Yeah, that, it's about the right time. You're right, yeah. Maybe he might be uh, getting us a bit of a discount at the new stadium. (laughs) So last week we referenced an article which had two players also trialling at the club. Kelsey, you did a bit of background on them. Yeah, so the first one with Joe Guest. I don't have a lot on him, but he's 26. He's uh, from the United Kingdom. He's a midfielder. He played for Curzon Ashton, which is in the National League North, which is the tier below like Premier Football. It's a lot of clubs around the Manchester Tyneside areas. Um, he also played in three FA Cup games and scored in one. What was his name? Joe, Joe Guest. Joe. He sounds like the username on like a shared computer or something. You know what I mean? Like, like Joe the Guest profile. Yeah. Uh, it's or when they have too many John Doe's down at the morgue. Oh, yeah. this one here's Joe Guest then. Just to mix it up. Patrick Antolimi, he is also 26. He's a centre forward. So, he's was signed by Portsmouth just after they won the FA Cup in the shock win that they had. Um, he Was really enjoyed spending... Pardon? Not against Chelsea by any chance? No, I believe it was Carter from memory. Yep, okay, sorry. <laughs> um, but that was the side that had Sol Campbell, Peter Crouch, and the person who he said he idolised the club, Canoe. So both Campbell and Canoe, for example, were invincibles at Arsenal before linking up at our Portsmouth. Uh, so his under 18s there. Uh, he played for under 21s at Leeds and scored 21 goals in a in the youth team season. He played for the under 21 Wolves, where he made one Premier League two appearance and he scored in that game. He played for the under 23 Wigan side, where he scored 23 goals in their youth team season. He then left and came to Blacktown City and Wollongong Wolves. Wow, so he's got a pretty a pretty decent bit of travelling under his belt, playing in different variety. He had a good football pedigree. Like, he, you know, he's around some good English football clubs there. Yeah, it's a, it's a, wonder, it's a wonder why he went so so far backwards. He seemed to be going quite well, going to Leeds and a few other, few well, other teams. There. In his interview with Leeds, he said, because I believe he was on loan to Wolves from Leeds or something like that. But when he went back to Leeds, he was going to get promoted and then the manager got sacked. Wolves or Leeds, and then that missed out. And then the same thing happened at Wigan. He was just about the breakthrough and then that manager got sacked as well. And then he just decided to come home. But surely he would have 
could have got somewhere, one of the clubs, Newcastle, Central Coast. So these boys are both training with us now, are they? This article appeared last week. It was in the same oh. article as Listica resigning. Do you guys want to have a quick look at the ladder? Just yeah. in, ca- in case we forgot. Sure. Um, it hasn't moved in forever. We are still sixth. <laughs> <laughs> Perth are fifth. Fourth are Brisbane Raw. Third are Wellington Phoenix. Two are Melbourne City. First is Sydney FC. So they've got the the premiers in the pl- in the bag. Um, I think we're pretty safe in six at the moment. We'll talk about the uh, the unheaval in Adelaide, Brisbane, and Brisbane, which should be. Um, did I say Adelaide, Perth, and Brisbane? Yeah. So that that should really solidify our spot in the six pretty solid. Um, any 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 comments about the latter? Uh, Brisbane, I reckon, will take a nosedive. Yeah. Yeah, I think Perth will dip a bit too. Yep. Yeah, Perth and Brisbane, I can see dipping a bit because Brisbane, they've, they've both had some issues. They've lost some key players. Brisbane lost their coach, mm. manager. And I just don't reckon they've got the depth to really play the, the non-stop football that's about to have come you know, happen. And I think that's where teams like Western United and Adelaide could take full advantage of. But yeah, the, oh, and the, I think the, victory will struggle for a goal now that their only goal and assist person's gone, mm. and they'll probably concede about another twenty goals because they did lose one of their key defenders. So, yeah, I, I just yeah maybe the point gap might be a bit big for Brisbane, and they might survive just. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think it's achievable for at least fifth for us. Um, pending what happens with Brisbane, they could completely shit the bed for the remainder of their season. It would be good to see if we can push to fourth. So, so just taking into account, Brisbane Raw, uh, they're two games up on us, so they've got four games left. Oh yes, interesting. So, yeah, that's um, that that really changes things. So yeah, I reckon they will probably wouldn't surprise me if they drop out. To be honest, and that means Melbourne City has got three games up on us. Yeah, like that's we are looking. Sydney have got like they they've given the they're, they're first past the post. You know what I mean? Like they're there, but going for the they're, toilet they're, seat. We've got we've got a bit of a we could do this. We could have a, a decent run at it. We could probably push to fourth. I wouldn't see much further. Nah, nah. But again, there's not really much point finishing on a certain spot in the ladder because it's going to be all at um, set grounds. No one's got the home ground advantage anymore, maybe besides Sydney. Oh, well, they're playing it um, between... So it's, yeah. I don't think there's a real home ground advantage to anyone. Yeah, um, so maybe West Sydney Wanderers. It, it all comes down to who you're going to verse. And, you know, not travelling over to, to Wellington is going to be a bonus if we finish fourth. Definitely. Um, we'll move on to the tipping comp because that's why we have Ghazi here to reign supreme over Rudan as a snake. Just he shouldn't be, even be in this comp. He shouldn't be in the comp, mate, to be honest. <laughs> guy, guy didn't tip for the first 10 rounds. He's still, he's still like smashing the rest of us. Thanks for reminding me, by the way, because I would have totally forgotten. I got your back, buddy. I just don't want to have to pay freight for the prize pack. Um, and you're going to hear oh. it first. The prize pack will have an all-out West stubby holder, which is going to be in a limited edition. Very Maybe limited. Maybe you could send it to Sydney 
to the Wellington team to take back with them. <laughs> Save my freight. Put it in your bag. Put it in your carry-on. So game one, we have Sydney versus Wellington. I'll start. I have this as a draw. I think this is going to be one of the big, like a really great game to start the league back. And I'm not normally one to watch every game, but I th- this is going to be, I think, a really good identifier where the two of the top teams are at. Yeah, I have tipped uh, Sydney by two goals. I think they're, they're still too strong for the comp. I've got Sydney. I, I also had the draw. But it's also good to see Wellington in a spotlight spot. Yeah, they've earned it, though. They are solid. Wicked uh, Perth versus CCM. I've got Perth. Perth. Garzy? I've got a draw here. Wow, Really? You, you sure yeah. about that? We need, We don't want to send postage. I'm well, just... look at no Castro and um, Central Coast have been on a roll of six losses in a row. They <laughs> <laughs> might just keep it to nil-nil, maybe. Isn't there record? I feel like they're going losses? for lucky seven. There would have to be like asbestos in the Perth change rooms, like fast acting, for like CCM to win. Some mesothelioma with COVID nineteen. <laughs> Sorry, Gaz, you do you. I'm not. I'm not judging. I'm just. You know, you're like, come on, man. What? <laughs> uh, think about that one. Next one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brisbane versus Adelaide. Oh, I've got Adelaide. Right. I'll, I'll make strong. Adelaide. I have a draw. I also had Adelaide. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. So that's gonna be interesting. Now we have. Uh, so it's got Tuesday's game. So Sydney versus Newcastle. Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, Sydney. Sydney. And now, one that's going to be quite interesting, Perth versus Wellington. Phoenix. Every Cumberland. day. Yeah, Phoenix. Wellington. Yeah, that's they got that. It's going to be interesting. Um, just to re- recount the top five people in the tipping league, um, Rudan is a snake first on 60 points. Gaza, you were second on 60 points. Callum is third on 59 points. My wife is fourth. On 58 points, and she cares not for the league. Guys, um, you can't drop. Cannot let the snake win. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. And, and just shout out to Andrew Tran. You're on 57 points, man. Good work, buddy. Um, Scott, you're ninth. Kelsey is 13th. Nick is 12th. And just so everyone knows, I'm 8th. Suck it. Cop that, Kelsey. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Anything can happen, mate. It's a long way to go. A lot of games here. Yeah, if you've met me, uh, I will flex till I lose. It's, it's going to happen. Around the grounds, Gazi, were you talking about a merch sale by West United at the moment? Oh, uh, yeah. Not sure if you guys know. They've got a big 50% off sale. Yeah, yeah I, I managed I, to score. I got the um, long sleeve Max Burgess style top. I think no he's our only player that wears long sleeve. No way. Away or home? Yeah. Home. Does oh, it look good? I haven't got it yet. It's in the post. I've ordered yesterday. And uh, my kids got one each as well. One home, one away. How, how good is the discount? I got my daughter the home jersey. And I got the short sleeve away shirt maybe two weeks ago. Looks schmick. I might get the keeper kit. Apparently, some of the stock is low. So, we've had really good sales. That's awesome. Cause, uh, Which is good. It's one of the team's biggest revenue. Yeah, you sell one of these ones. Um, hey, I want one of those. Not out yet. <laughs> Coming soon. Uh, Scott okay, is currently modelling the promo version of the Western Service Crew T-shirt. 
Um, it's got a back. breast pocket logo, and on the back it says Mille. He's uh, a he's a big one for the the league. Mille uh, Yenak has announced his retirement from football, which is for someone with he's had such a crazy career and an even cooler beard. What do you guys think about his, his retirement from football? The Australian oh. penalty king. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't play at least one or maybe two seasons down in the A League. I really thought he might have come down even even to uh, the Bulls. Well, they were flexing that they were hunting, like they were really trying to get him yeah. involved in their club. Um, that just shows how important they really are. He's decided to retire instead of joining him. So <laughs> he saw that cowbell video and he's like, "No, thank you." I wouldn't be surprised if he stays in the UK anyway. I think he's got some firm roots now in the UK. Yeah, yeah, we'll leave it. So up he might there. go down a coaching path. Oh, yeah. You build your life up there, so it sort of keeps you there. So I couldn't see him really coming back to Australia. Yeah, you're right there. Yes, I'll get into the club-specific things. Now, Adelaide, the MMA feeder club, have had a few things happen for the week. Adelaide United have announced that goalkeeper Dakota Oshnam has signed until the end of the 2021 season from the club's youth team. I think Adelaide are really hitting the money with the Traores and a few other people with um, just their youth development and building people in. So this is really good to see. I'm just curious to see what path that player, Dakota, ends up down, whether he's going to take the pro golf one or the (laughs) ping pong team. I'm just unsure which one he's going to go. Yeah, it's it's hard to say, isn't it? (laughs) This is what Adelaide do. Beer pong champ, I'll be their biggest fan. (laughs) Had you heard of that, Garza, the MMA uh, career path of one of the Adelaide uh, players? MMA is in UFC MMA? Yeah, like one of the yes. one of the players. We had it on last week's run card. I forget his name. He's quit playing. He left Adelaide to, yeah, he left Adelaide to go join MMA. So we've got a DJ, they've got an MMA <laughs> player. They're with well, a billion If he's good, if yes. he's any good, he can do well for himself. Yeah, no hate, no hate. Just don't let it go to the judges. <laughs> and on another note which has just been brought to light uh, earlier this afternoon is Troisi looks to have done himself a mischief and has hurt, like he's got an injury and how bad do you think it's going to be for Adelaide I, I really think their midfield is really based on Troisi's performance uh, no not really I think when he plays well the team plays well like I think he's really beneficial they to can, that team he's their barometer yeah they can handle Without him, but the fact is that all these games so so quick, the depth is what will cost them. Definitely, and I think this is a big costly one. Even if he sat out one or two of the games, he's a big part of their midfield, and I, I feel like he works well with McGree. Um, not so much Maria, but yeah, I think he's quite integral to it. R- Brisbane Raw. Uh, Robbie Fowler's put his hand up for the Birmingham City job after leaving Brisbane Raw. Uh, meanwhile, Aidan O'Neill, who was on loan from Burnley, has left the club. But Brad Inman has returned to training, despite interest from India, which is having Inman's backs pretty solid. Um, I, I bought him once in career mode of FIFA, so it was a good, good value. On an, an, an update, thank you to A-League Hub. Um, Brisbane Raw have signed Queensland midfielder Danny Kim for the remainder of the season. Central Coast Mariners, nothing's happening. MacArthur, nothing's happening. Uh, Melbourne City... Markel Susieta has departed the club after a six-month contract has expired. Nothing crazy there, but good for us. Um, Melbourne Victory 
Trianos Delos. Is that did I get that right this time? Sorry. Yeah, that one. Um, he's set to be appointed as head coach of Melbourne Victory. <laughs> um, Delta Club that could afford him realistically. Exactly. It's not an, It's not confirmed yet, but it's likely to happen. There's been a lot of reports going back. Just wait these a few more Victory games of them getting belted. Yeah. <laughs> he might run. Um, Tim Hoogland has parted ways with Vuck and will return to Germany. Here's, here's a good one for Newcastle Jets. FFA is said to, to have told absent Newcastle Jets owner Martin Lee to either reinvest in the club or face losing his A-League licence, which I think last week we reported that he's in a current conversation or a, like a, a statement of intent to actually sell to a, a Sydney-based consortium. So that's really interesting. Um, I've done that because... If they kept going the same way they've been going, the Jets, they're screwed. They need they need the owner to either grow a pair and and invest a bit into the club, or sell so someone else can invest in the club. Because at the moment it's just downward spiral. It'll be the death of Newcastle. They need to change down there. They need something. Everyone's throwing out over there, and you don't want them to lose their license. So. Definitely not. We need the teams in the league. Perth Glory, and we've spoken about this, we've touched on it. Diego Castro has withdrawn for the remainder of the 1920 season, citing the risk to himself and family and his campervanning around Western Australia. Really? Yeah. I didn't say that. Yeah, he's campervanning around Australia. Not even that. Too well down there at Perth. <laughs> he's embraced so the next time I'm a lot for me. Wellington Phoenix beat Western Sydney in a 3-0 friendly match on Friday afternoon, which is pretty good. Uh, Wellington fullback Liberato Kakache has attracted serious interest from Belgium and the Netherlands. Carle oh. says he won't stop Kakache from leaving. West Sydney Warriors you know, got uh, John Paul D. Marini um, as they've named him as their coach for until the end of the 2021 season. And West Sydney Wanderer midfielder Herman Schwiegler says he will retire after the season. So they're pretty jacked. Um, yeah. We're yeah. aiming for fourth. Yeah. Fourth, I think, is. I think we'll thrive. Yeah. Do you guys have any anything for Carter this week? Yeah, Woolworths. <laughs> You're going to stop taking cash. Did you hear that today? Some of their stores will stop taking cash payments as of uh, very soon. Ooh, that's shit. That's pretty shit. Boycott. They do realise cash is legal tender still, yes? Yeah, it's weird handing cash. I've literally got, had like the same money in my wallet for the last three months. Maybe longer. Yeah, I don't use it because yeah, it feels weird. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a bit more of a Coles guy. They've got these like really good flatbreads now, the one near me. And, and it's going to be great to watch a game every night. I'm, pr- I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Uh, we may be able to set up a live stream, maybe like through Twitch or something, and we can all converse. I'm not too sure yet. I hadn't really looked into it, but I really should. Yeah, that'd be great. Get a live game. We'll um, sit there and commentate. But yeah, I think, that, <laughs> I think that'll wrap it up this week, guys. Thank you, Ghazi, for joining us and putting up with our shenanigans. Uh, Anytime, man. Thanks. Uh, Kelsey, thank you for being in high vis. Scott, thank you for your lovely wife setting up Zoom for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible cat raggles. Uh, but, you know, thank you, guys. Um, thank you, guys, for listening. Check us out on All Out West uh, podcast on Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. Um, check out Ghazi Photography. <laughs> check out Cavalier Brewing. And if you're not into beer, check out uh, Cold Drive Zero. Ghazi's a... He'll, he'll, he'll be endorsed by them any chance he gets. <laughs> we'll bring um, it on. <laughs> um, all West, are we, boys?